All righty. Well, it's time for Mini Pot 11. I'm here with none other than the one and only Mark Scortino. And I'm here with Rich Trethaway. Hey, right, Mark. How are you? I'm great, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I guess we ought to give a shout out to our sponsor of the minis, uh, Block Island Maritime Institute. And they have a great motto. It's called Learn to Love Block Island. And they have programs for the whole family to explore the history and beauty of Block Island and the Great Salt Pond. The Block Island Maritime Institute is located right next to Dead Eye Dicks, and you can go check out their seven aquariums and exploration tanks. Uh, they've got daily educational programs for the kids, including marine dissection, shell fishing, squidding, crabbing, tying nautical knots, beach and dockside explorations, and the Bimmy Boat Battles, and a whole bunch more. Uh, so for the whole family, uh, you know, they've got everything you could want. You can even take a harbor tour on Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 a.m. And you just meet a Bimmy for that. Yeah. And you can uh, check out uh, all their information on their website. That's blockislandmaritime.org. All right. So um, want to kick it off with a couple of emails we got? Yeah. Did, did people write in and say th nice things to us? You know what? People are starting to really, uh, we're getting some regular emails more and more. Ooh, and that's really great. It's cool. It's engaging. I enjoy it. I, I like mean, it. I like it too. And I mean, you know, not to toot our own horn, but uh, you know, I'm starting to feel like we can almost call it a listener nation. It's, it's you know? well, we're working. It's certainly a community All at right, this a, point. A, a listener community. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's a very large listener we, community. We hit a big stat last week. And I mean, yeah. 95, over 9,500 downloads in 30 days. That's crazy. That's pretty darn good. That's pretty good. For a little podcast. Of, About a little tiny island. And we have no idea what we're doing. Still, <laughs> yeah. That too, well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I think we've been, we've been fooling people into... You know, yeah, thinking we actually know what we're doing at this point. Well, you know, my saying, if you believe it, it must be true. That's true. <laughs> you know, yeah. so we'll go with that. All right, let's, uh, let's you know, fake it till you make it. I I'm a, I'll kick it off. We okay. got an email from Cam Bortz. I know Cam. You Do you? Yeah. All right, this is a great one. So guys, I recently came upon your podcast via Facebook and have been loving it. I lived on Block Island from 77 to 89 and now live almost inside of the island in Groton, Long Point, Connecticut. My perspectives of the island is rather different. Having left when I did, I came to uh, having left when I did, I came to Block Island more or less by chance at age 20 on what was to have been a two week bicycle trip from Pennsylvania to Cape Cod. To keep it very brief, uh, I arrived on the New London Ferry on July 7, 1977, and to say that this was a profound experience would not do it justice. I never made it to Cape Cod, nor did I go home at the end of my vacation. Instead, I got a job at Ballard's and I stayed till after Labor Day and came back the next spring after college. And in the mid 80s, I lived there year round and then moved to the mainland in 89. I loved the time I spent there. At one point, I had things come together. Had things come together differently, I would have likely stayed. But for me, as much as I loved it, island life just wasn't working for me anymore. Still, the people and the stories, oh my, the stories <laughs> have stayed with me. My island life included living in the attic at Ma Hutchinson's, which is the Avon down yep. there now. Yep. The Avon Lee, I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, that's the house near Kittens. Uh, he drove taxi for Omar Littlefield. Remember Omar's cab? Uh, I do, actually. <laughs> it was like a giant limo style Yeah, thing. yeah, I remember that. Big black ride. Yep. Uh, he worked construction for Rapid Ray Berthold and a memorable summer working with uh, the late, great John Henry Tripler. They say youth is wasted on the young. I say bullshit. It wasn't wasted on me. I wouldn't trade those days for anything. If I have one thing I'd love to hear on your show, it's how certain decisions of past years um, have, have unforeseen long-term impacts. When I came to BI, the sewer system had just been built, and a year later, the roads were paved with real macadam. I'm going to explain that in a second. Uh, for the first time, uh, two major infrastructure projects that had profound long-term effects that nobody ever talks about anymore. So first off, macadam is like the original first asphalt. Huh. They they would grind it and gel it together somehow, but it was made of all little tiny pebbles. And you still see that if like 
the current asphalt strips off, you'll see yeah. this underneath it. It looks like a million little teeny rocks in there. Really? Yeah, I had to look that one up. I did not know that. Great word. But uh, I don't know. Big infrastructure. I mean, I think unfortunately it it kind of, the more comfortable you make it, the more people come and the more can get around. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just one of those things. But I think that's a great idea about like thinking a little more about, you know, things that we take for granted now that are just here, but, you know, maybe and, 20, 30 years ago, it was like, you know, an and, issue. And what if we didn't do it? Right. Would, would this be a nicer place or a, or, I mean, I don't mean nicer. Everybody's welcome, but uh, yeah. we were under a build it and they will come kind of thing. Yeah. You know, build it bigger boats, bigger people, more bigger crowds get on them. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So yeah. I don't know. It's I worth got, exploring. I wonder if the whole island was, I bet you if the whole island was still dirt roads, it wouldn't be a moped issue. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no mopeds allowed on dirt roads. You know, Sorry. And the They're all dirt. Um, yeah. Cam actually, I know Cam. He's, uh, he uh, makes uh, hand carved signs. Oh, nice. So he's done a ton of, a lot of his signs are, are out here. Like the Mohegan Cafe one was his. Oh, and, really? Uh, though I know Mike Finnamore used Cam's. Uh, signs used him for a bunch of stuff but Very yeah nice cool. guy i met him a couple times really really cool dude but hey thanks for the email thanks cam, cam. and uh we have one from uh now is this a miss is this peach i think so i'm okay. not sure how to say it peach and don brenton and if i mispronounce that peach i'm sorry uh Peach and Don say, we don't get to Block Island much anymore as we are living in Naples, Florida and haven't ventured north since before COVID. I enjoy following your quote unquote shenanigans on Spotify thoroughly. Dr. West Chesterson's new album is going to be a smashing success. Love the music already available from Better Days Ahead. Really enjoy your interviews with the Block Island old timers. They have so many interesting stories to tell. Thanks for sharing Block Island with us. You're doing one hell of a good job. Oh, well, thank you thank very you so much, much, guys, Mr. and Mrs. Brenton. Uh, wow, what I'm, a nice comment. They're actually listening to my tunes. Yeah. Cool. And I'm assuming the quote, the, in the quotes, the shenanigans has to do with Madigan shenanigans. Remember that episode yes. with Matt, Matt and Gracie? I do. Yeah. There's lots of shenanigans. Uh, generally speaking, there's plenty of shenanigans to go around in this, this podcast. Yeah, there is. You know? And we're just a small part. Of, of, of the big shenanigans of the machine. larger yeah the shenanigan machine <laughs> yeah <laughs> they keep cranking out the shenanigans oh i love being a part of it thanks again for listening and thanks for that email appreciate it yeah yeah all right we got one here from james panero he's on kunamis road long time listener first time emailer he's a big time fan uh since you two guys go there with uh what is best for block island i wonder if there is some blue sky thinking to be done around the waste transfer station the folks at block island recycling management have done an amazing job at cleaning up the dump which is technically was a dump but now it's you know the yeah. transfer station while keeping block island trash free of course their remote site made sense when it was uh when it was a dump place to dump, but the location of the station by the beach down a dirt road so far from the north, north of town now makes no sense for a hub where every item of trash must go before it returns to, uh, to town to be taken off by boat. Heavy trucks now constant presence on the neck. The burden on our roads will only become more apparent as trash continues to increase. New transfer facility, maybe by the power station or some other central location. Something to consider it would cut down on, on thousands of car and truck miles each year while greatly improving items congestion and road safety huh that's an interesting thought it really is i never would have even considered that i mean you know um like the the power company very centrally located yeah you know, even if they didn't move the whole operation maybe not having every single person on block island has to go drop off their garbage drive all the way down the neck it right. would cut back on a lot of congestion it would i guess it would but i mean where would you put it is the question i don't know 
The power company property was a suggestion, but you know. Oh, do they have more land there? Do they have a good? I think so. I think it goes back there a ways, but I think a lot of it's being used. More of it's being used now because of the ever since they did the wind farm and they had to set up all the infrastructure oh, for right, that. Right, they added. They right. took up a lot of space. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you that's know, a good suggestion, though. I, I emailed James back too. I always wondered why, when they were going to move the post office, why didn't they put it somewhere other than making you drive through the heart of town to get your mail? You know. Yeah. It would seem like uh, maybe like, you know, where the dive shop used to be, uh, Ernst, but right next to Star Cottage. Oh, yeah. It's close enough to town, but you wouldn't have to go all over, you know. I guess think so. about the Think about the hundreds of people that have to drive through town just to That's pick up true, their mail. That's true, just to go get mail. You right. Know? Yeah. Wow. So. The things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, if I'm still alive for the next post office move, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm highly doubtful. I remember that's one thing I did get here in time to catch was the little tiny post office across the street from Captain Nick's. Now here, Washington was, Trust. Yes, now it's the Oh, one. no, and the bagel and shop. The bagel oh, shop. sorry, bagel shop and realty. Right. I think right. that's why it's called the old post office bagel shop. I think so. That might have something to do with it. Yeah, and they had the little combination yes. knobs. Yeah. You had to remember your combination. <laughs> I made up a rhyme for ours. It was, did you? Yeah, it was P.O. Box 11 and- I made this little rhyme when I was a kid. Do you kid. remember the rhyme? No, but it was like, <laughs> you know, twice plus A, stop at C, yeah. back past C, hit the B, you yeah. know, one of those kind of things. Just to get your mail. Yeah. Well, at least it was secure. Yeah, it was. It was. All right. Well, that's a cool idea. Well, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's put our thinking caps on more about that uh, power or the, uh, the transfer station location. Uh, but moving on, we have another email from Matt Gaffney. And Matt says, great mini this week. This is our last week here until my son goes back to school. Stop by his stand if you'd like. I'm assuming he means lemonade stand. Yeah. Uh, he has some good stories from the island, too. West Side and Dory's Cove Road. Yeah. And he sent me a great picture. Okay. So cool. I, I put it up. It's oh, up, nice! And his and it's his son. I emailed him back to find out if it was okay to say, you know, find yeah. out what his son's name. is. His son's name is John. Uh huh. And John and Moose. Moose is the dog. Oh. And he's this giant Great Dane. Ooh. He weighs one hundred and thirty pounds now, but he's not even a year old. They're expecting one hundred and seventy pounds. Oh man! I went to visit it, the the stand, because they sell iced coffee. Oh really? Yeah. So it's not. It's an iced coffee stand. No kidding. And uh, they weren't there. I found out later they were out hiking, but I did. This morning, ran into, uh, and I forgot her first name, I'll find out, uh, Mrs. Gaffney, and I was like, is that Moose? And I got out of my car and I took a picture with Moose. Did you? Yeah, it's pretty funny because she's trying to get him to pay attention with a treat, but it looks like she's trying to give me the treat. I can't wait to put Did the picture Did you take it? Up. Did you eat it? I, that would be I, funny I, if you just like, right out of her hand yeah. while she was like, not looking. <laughs> that would We would have lost a listener. I think we might have lost a listener. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the email and Thank great you. job on that uh, yeah. iced coffee stand. Mine used to be right across the street on uh, right by Dory's Cove. Really? Yeah. I, used to, I set mine up under, under an apple tree. Really? Yeah. Man, that just sounds like the, the all-American childhood. Hey, you know what? Great uh, lesson in everything. Yeah. You know? Business. And smart to have a big dog with you. Yeah, no doubt. You know? Yep. It's it's like the mind and the muscle right there. Yeah. You know, you got the Yeah, you, know. you don't you're not gonna have anyone trying to, you know, Mm-mm. you know, uh haggle you down to like, you know, fifty cents if for you a, if you did, Moose would slobber and lick the crap out of you. I he bet. was just his tongue is like the size of my head. Those are cool dogs, man. Very cool dogs. Very what cool. else is oh well you know what's going on right now? What's that? Block Island is doing one of its favorite things, which is prepping for a hurricane. Oh, oh boy. Here well, we go. You know, it's the, it's the end of the world. As of this oh, recording, as of this recording, 
they are moving it further west. So yeah. that's going to be very helpful to us. Yeah. The, the big issue right now, it sounds like, is that it's the uh, uh, high t- a full moon high tide when this yeah. is going to be hitting. Yeah. So you know how things go. But I talked to uh, Stevie Rachels was here earlier today. Uh, I think he came by to work on the ice machine or something. And uh, it sounds like, from what he said, they're expecting to lose Corneck Road. Now, I that don't happens. Know. Yeah. It no. happened during Sandy. Yeah, it, it happens. Know. We basically become two islands for a little while. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to dispatch, but in, in certain scenarios, we've uh, sent rescue per, you know equipment beyond yeah. the flood zone so that if some there's an emergency down the neck yeah i was gonna say what you are know, you doing get that to them. event i don't know what they're doing this year i didn't pay attention yet but huh. i think that's more for the you know winter nor'easters where you could get right. isolated out there in the freezing cold yeah but this know. thing right now too it's like a, it's a cat one tropical storm level like this isn't yeah. no. in terms of like impact like this is not going to be like i mean other than the storm surge but i mean just the winds I, this isn't one of those i don't feel like my seasoned opinion is we're gonna have almost like a three-day nor'easter that's yeah what i'm I talking think they about. already canceled the boats for tonight saturday night right and sunday yes and now monday is the one that's on the on, on the, the chopping, chopping block. block. <laughs> <laughs> chopping block. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I did talk to uh, the power company, though. What's kind of cool is, so we now are plugged into the mainland for our power. Yes. And we handle, I've, I've never been out of power a long time here because we don't have the giant trees taking out whole neighborhoods. Right. You know, they, they pretty much can get local problems back up and running yes. pretty quickly. Anything is better than how it used yeah. to be at this point. And they do a good job, and they've really sunk a lot of money in the last few years into new poles that yep. won't snap, yep. uh, trimming all the trees. I forget, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars cutting back trees. In yeah. There. And uh, the good news is they tested the generators yesterday. Okay. So if something goes wrong on the mainland, cutting off the power supply coming through the cable. Then we fire up the generators. We get to fire up the generators. Man, old school. Old school. That's some old school Block Island yeah, shit. pollute that air. Let's get that diesel it's, pumping. Hey, at least we got it. It's kind of cool. I'm not, hey man, you I'm know? not mocking it. I'm, no, I know. I'm like yeah. right now, I mean, I am, but I think it's great, you know, that we still have them. Remember man. the night we were working the door oh, and the my, place went on fire? Jesus, yes. Not, not here, but the power company. Yeah, the, the power company. One of their generators went on Rich fire. Rich and I were working the door at Captain Nick's and we just, all of a sudden, we looked down or down Ocean Avenue towards the police station and there's just like a bright orange glow and we're like that doesn't look good yeah and it uh the whole fire the whole uh power company was engulfed in flames yeah I I looked at Mark I'm like did you eat any special chocolate he's like no I'm like me neither that's gotta be real (laughs) that's real man that's actually happening that is happening right now right now now, in real time yeah Yeah, that was crazy so what uh, happened like they a piston blew through the engine right and sprayed oil all over everything and then it all just went up right yeah but as always fire department was there got it out I think we were still able to run on a couple of generators pretty they, quickly i remember them trucking oh, over remember they right. trucked the, over the next the 18 day. wheelers yeah. uh big generators yeah so uh yeah trucking power trucking anyways like we said anything's better than the way it used to be like that so we're happy uh, and thanks to the power company for being vigilant and prepared yeah yeah and getting out there when you wouldn't catch me on a ladder let alone up in a bucket truck no Good god <laughs> i was here for hurricane bob really yeah we had a big Hurricane Bob party in the eye. I think the eye of that one went like right over us. Oh wow! But I remember we would, you you would run at the cliff on the west side when the wind was blasting. You could actually jump off the cliff and it would just blow you back hey, on. Come the on, cliff. that's I'm not, not true. No, it's so true. Really? So true. 
That's yeah. but what if it didn't? What if there was like a lull in the wind and you like what if the wind stopped gusting the second you jumped? You'd kind of screwed, know. right? Can you make it back up, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. Of course I didn't, you know, I was of slightly yeah. lighter stature back yeah. then. Yeah, know? well, you know. I don't think I would do it if I was certain people. Yeah. I no. wouldn't do it now. Well, you know what I think you and I should try when this <laughs> thing hits? You know, we'll get like a a little a rope. You can tie it around my waist and you can like Huck me in the air like a kite and see if I can see if you can fly me like we a can kite. Make you like some web wings out of jam. Yeah, like one of those squirrel suits that those <laughs> yeah. skydivers wear. You know what I'm talking about? Ever seen those guys? Dude, I'm going to get to work on that tonight. All right, let's work on that. Right. That'd be a fun. That'd be a fun hurricane project because Lord knows there's nothing else to do. It right? really would. But what if you start spinning out of control? We have. To, will you wear a helmet? Oh, I'll wear a helmet. Full okay. protective gear. All right. Yeah. So we, we're going to make a hurricane flying squirrel suit for me. Maybe eventually we could just clip it to the back bumper and I could drive around with you like. Oh, my God. And then we could put like a banner off of me that, you know, to promote the podcast, like those planes that fly over the beach. Two guys on the block. And they'll be like, what the hell? They're like, wait, is that one of the two guys that's up in the air with the banner attached to him? Disclaimer, do not try this at home. Don't try this at home, kids. Don't do anything stupid. Sad announcement. We lost one. Jeff Phillips passed away. A friend of mine. We've known him forever and ever. And uh, his kids still live here. They they fish and work out here. And uh, so much love to the family. Absolutely. Our hearts are with you and our thoughts are with you and our prayers are with you. Bye-bye, Jeffo. It was good knowing you, my friend. Hey, um... How about that Pat Cobb on last week's episode? I thought that was great. I mean, I, I mean, the guy knows everything, uh, you know, and the most the it's funny because I'm getting so many comments uh, via text. Uh, people run into me and they're all saying the same thing. Who had any idea that he knew had so much knowledge? So it's, I'm like, it, it's it was astounding. It's so Pat, I just you need to thank us for letting everyone know that you're not a dum-dum yeah. <laughs> because apparently <laughs> apparently there wasn't much not you know they didn't know how much knowledge you contained in that head of yours. i did you know i said let's get him on the show mark's like well i don't know him i'm like he'll be great he knows lots of stuff he was amazing yeah. and then uh, he really actually had text him he he stopped by nick's last week and i loaned him a guitar cable he's got a guitar he's trying out so well that's oh, nice cool anyway. yeah he's he called me and thanked me after he listened to it he awesome was like, sounded great yeah he's you great know. man and um, speaking of great guests, uh, this week coming up, we're going to have part two of our interview with Lisa Starr. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop laughing. It was really amazing to interview yeah. her because um, it just it's like it's crazy, right? Uh, she just goes. She moves so fast that I couldn't start crying from the emotional story she was in the middle to to quick enough to laughing at the next thing she t- it was you know it's wild it's really wild. and like that the reason we have two parts with her is because the first interview we did with her we didn't even get to her as the poet laureate of rhode island which is a huge I, huge thing and like it, we we just didn't even get there i'd like to say the reason we have two parts with her is because we didn't have time to record a third one <laughs> yeah, well, i mean it, it's I there i th- think we had the idea too i think at some point lisa Starr has to come back and interview us and yeah she just runs the show because she basically did that anyway yeah yeah so, so she'd be the great guest host totally we love you lisa todd, all right so todd Curry wants to be a <laughs> oh does he wants to be a guest host so okay they might be a good duo <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put them on the list two other people two other pe- two other guys and or whatever yeah we'll figure that out <laughs> yeah yeah we'll it out. it'll come together so uh what's the story about this uh ring you were oh, telling me about oh so stevie wilkes lives out here okay one of his hobbies is uh treasure hunting yeah i'm not gonna go into detail don't want to give away his secrets of course not but he found 
you know, a, a treasure hunter's holy grail. So he was on the beach and he found a ring loaded with stones and everything. Giant jumbo gold ring. Cleans it up. Turns out, and I got pictures of the ring. I'm going to put them up on social media so you can see it. It's pretty cool. Turns out it's a football championship ring hmm. from UMass. And it was so he he tracks down the owner of the ring. The ring was actually stolen from the actual coach who got the ring for the championship wow. three years ago. And it appears on a beach on Block Island. No, but it so, wasn't stolen from him on Block Island. No, it was stolen. Huh. I believe it was stolen from the guy's house. And I'm not going to give his name out either because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got like super. He, I guess he was a coach offensive coordinator during a Super Bowl and they oh, won wow. and he got a ring for that too. Crazy. So now he's, well, maybe I'll give it away if I tell it, but whatever, we'll roll with it. He's now a coach for the Pitt Panthers. Oh, wow. The guy was so grateful, going to take good care of Steve, sends him all kinds That's of football awesome. stuff, but he's going to get his ring back after three years after it was stolen. That's an amazing story. Now, I wonder how did it get end up on the beach on Block Island? Alcohol. Well, yeah, but I mean, is some the idiot who stole it like wearing it? Like, why would he wear it to the beach? What I was thinking. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know that it's such an identifiable ring. Yeah. That anybody who sees it on your hand would ask you the story. Exactly. And what are you going to do? Lie? Oh, I was the, uh, yeah, I was the uh, coach uh, of the team or I was a running back. Well, you're 68 years old. How are you? Or whatever. Yeah. It's well, I'm not going to give the details where I was from. Okay. Let's say yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the guy's answer was, uh, I got it from a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Um, I got it from a guy. So yeah. So that the, the owner of the ring is going to get his ring back after three years. And, you know, I think that's just a great full circle story, you know? So, all right. I think we should reach out because it's getting to be that time of year again. So, listeners, please uh, send us in some ghost stories. We're getting ready to put together our Halloween episode. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That was a blast last year. It was really fun. Yeah. And we're going to, I think we have a special guest lined up. I think so. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be. That would be interesting. And I've been asked, I'm not sure if it's all going to come together, but I may be doing one of the stations, one of the stops on the Halloween. um, Ghost tour? Yeah, but it's the one they do at night. What's it called? Spirits with Spirits. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's expected to be so popular that instead of having several tour guides do the whole tour, they're going to have a like a self. You walk to the next station. And, and the person there. And then I'll be oh, waiting a, there. Oh, that's so awesome. I think I've been asked to do one. And if, the, you know, no promises yet. When it when it locks in, I'll cool. let you know if I'll be yeah. at one of the please, stations. Doing please, it, so. I, I'd have to come out for that. It'd be fun. What's going on in the news? We got any news? I don't know. Uh, I heard that the school committee went with a mask mandate for the students and staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Um, our friend Lisa is a teacher up there, and she basically was like, "I don't really care, whatever, as long as we get back in the classrooms." You yeah. Know? And uh, I think they're going to revisit it like every thirty days and uh-huh. decide whether to keep going with it. But. Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess the other thing that, and this is all most school systems. So last year, I think during the C word, you were allowed to sort of, if you didn't want to send your kids to school, you could, the teacher would teach virtually to them yeah. at home. Yeah, while yeah. I heard it's a nightmare. It doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. So basically now, if you want to keep your child home, you can, but you have to get into a homeschooling situation where right. you do the curriculum and you, yeah. you know, you can do it. You're welcome to it, <laughs> but you're not going to have a teacher doing all the work, you know, for it. <laughs> yeah. And I That's going to make a, a lot of parents who are like, I don't want my kid wearing a mask. Be like, oh, well, yeah. you have to school, Here's your mask, school son. Be like, kid, put the freaking mask on. <laughs> yeah. Get to school. Shut up. Okay. You forgot your mask. Put your underwear in your head. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to do that even before COVID. Yeah, it's um, a little article in the paper about the wind turbines, and I've had a lot of people 
comment yeah. to me. They're like, how come there's only one run and how come, yeah. they, you know, I've come to understand if I'm correct that summertime is the lightest wind of the year. So they tend to schedule didn't, all the maintenance. Didn't Brian Wilson talk about, I think, I think Brian brought this so up. They need X amount of maintenance and summers. The Why right. would you do it during the peak wind season? Yeah. It's you know? weird. I've heard people ask that question too, and with the same sort of indignance in their voice that you just kind of yeah. did. You know, they're like, "Why aren't those things running?" Yeah, you know, well, there's like, a seal caught in it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I've come up with new different answers to you know, sort of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I heard the land trust. Um, they put up a no alcohol beyond this point sign over at the Ocean View property. Yeah, I think that's a reaction to that. July 4th thing. Right, the party thing that, that was trashed the down. beach. Well, I guess, so this, the reggae fest happened and they said the beach was kept clean. They put a couple of, they also put a couple of community safety officers there, you know, yeah. saying, hey, no booze down here, you yeah. know. And, well, that's good. Uh, did, did you see the picture in the paper, though? No. It's kind of funny. They So they show the brand new sign and it's above the sign that says public beach access. Yeah. And it's like got all graffiti on it. I'm like, <laughs> well, if you were going to put <laughs> that up. You know, why wouldn't you clean the sign below it so they both look nice? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I'll go do it for them. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, we'll see. In all your free time right now. I've just got a lot of experience in in cleaning up graffiti. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. You're from, you're from, you know, you lived in Brooklyn. When you get caught. (laughs) (laughs) They made you. We won't go into that right now. No, don't do that. So, what else? We Oh, the town is uh, doing an inventory. They haven't done this yet. So there's a certain code where you can add an accessory apartment to your property. Okay. And they're now they're doing an inventory. They're going around inspecting them and checking on them. So if you under this code, if you want to add, so you're not allowed to have a multifamily. No, no new multifamilies are allowed on block. Okay. But you can add an accessory apartment above a garage or anything. What they don't want people doing is doing that to rent their house out to make a lot of money. Right. Meanwhile, so they're adding another living space to Block Island without any benefits. So they made this. The, the guidelines are if you do an accessory apartment, it's supposed to either be for a seasonal, full season employee, like you you house a dishwasher who yeah. works down at a restaurant, um, or you can rent it year round. Yeah. Uh, but I believe you can have family, you know, yeah. s- stay there if you're not renting it or anything like that. But um, so now they're kind of going around now to start to see if people are complying and doing huh. their thing and if they're up to code. And Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, there you go. There's an issue of like, you know, it's all people are like following rules and whatever. So right. they're going to go check up on it. Right. That's what yeah, I guess they should I, be doing. Check right? out the article on the BI times. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. And it really explains it much better than I did. In I'll check four it minutes, out. You know, um, you know, the 2020 census, uh, happened and it, uh, said that block Island is at 1,094 people that live here. Interesting number. Yeah. 1,094. Well, it was during the covid thing yeah we did have a big uh, uh, influx of people who stayed yeah because what's it normally like nine in the 900 i've always i don't know who they count you right. know like so does that census count the person who goes to florida for three months yeah i mean technically this is their residence it's where they live right so i mean i i'm not the guy being like you don't live here year round because you live for eight <laughs> weeks hey eh, you know i plan on doing it yeah but yeah. um so i don't know huh. there's a, been always been a debate about how many yeah. people live here i'm always shocked that the number when people ask me they people tend to ask a question they love to throw out a number at the same time like to see if they're right yeah so many people live here around i heard it's like 102 (laughs) (laughs) i've had a lot of people say that 100 range yeah no we have 140 students in the school right uh, yeah how many people live here i heard that there's at least seven of you that live here year round It's just the students at the school. It's the children of the corn school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The children, no adults. Yeah, all the parents, all all the parents yeah. leave the island and leave all the kids in charge. 
So uh, I actually, I wonder the town might run better if that happens sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Could you things. imagine like a town council made up of like a fourth grader and oh eighth grader God. and two high school seniors? <laughs> <laughs> We should try. You know what? We should give them. We should put our own mini council together with all students from the school. Oh my god! And let's throw the agenda at them one week and hold a meeting and And see how they do. See what they do. See how done in like twenty minutes and make decision. It'll be over. They're all like they're all like staring at their iPhones. Like people are asking questions. Yeah, yeah, we'll open the open the floor up for public comment now. And some. Yeah, my (laughs) name's uh, Joe Smith. I have a comment. And the kids are like, uh huh, uh huh, staring at their iPhones. Uh huh. Do you know uh my Insta? Yeah. Oh my God. Look, I just got another follower. <laughs> hey, wait, we're kind of like that a little bit ourselves. A little bit. Yeah. We yeah, I guess. Well, we're now. learning. We're yeah. learning about Insta and all that. And, well, it's fun. So it why don't fun. we um, want to move into what's coming up and what's, what's happening? happening? Yeah. What's coming up all this right. week? What do we got? Uh, well, we have one of our avid listeners, Jenny Noonan, is going to be showing her artwork at the Spring Street Gallery. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Cool. I might go check that out. Um, the, you know, the sound wave series of, uh, movies, uh, yeah. they're, they're doing it at the town beach, uh, at, uh, on August 31st, they're going to be showing school of rock at sunset, which is, I love that movie. Jack One black all time favorite, right? Yeah. So good. There's so many, he, the, I could quote 10 lines in there. I just love it's a, it's a, what's your favorite? Go ahead. Oh gosh. I love the scene where he's like. I feel like I've touched each and every one of your kids, and I'm pretty sure they've touched me too. <laughs> and, uh, the parents are just parents are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know? Do you know? I actually had when I, you know, I taught high school English for like a minute way back, yeah, like in the early 2000s, and uh, I actually, you know, I I did a lot of work with the music department too. Like when they would have talent shows, I would like the, the musical director <laughs> of the band. I would rehearse the band, and we were doing you know rock songs and stuff like that. So I was I did actually kind of have that moment where I was like you know teaching these kids about playing rock and stuff it was it was funny i wasn't i wasn't as funny as jack black but he it was funny. is hilarious especially in so that funny. movie and the principal is played by oh, oh what yeah. is her name uh, um, oh, oh oh brother and sister actress yeah kuzak jo- jo- uh, yeah john kuzak yeah. yeah yeah she's great she's great yeah. and just a great movie and hilarious. the thing all right so back to what's happening, oh, yeah, what's happening? That, the, if you go there a little bit early they usually have music uh, some art on display different yeah. things so don't don't wait till sunset head down there a little bit you know early and check out what's going on and listen yeah. to some music and get yourself a good spot on the beach check it out um the historical society uh, has celebrant's flame by daniel uh, um, i'm sorry this book is called celebrant's flame daniel berrigan in memory and in, in memory and reflection uh and the author will be discussing the book signing oh, i forgot to put the author's name in my notes i can't remember okay that's all right but you that, should just that's go going on that yeah that's going on on august 26 at 7 p.m and also happening on the lawn of the historical society on uh when is it uh eight on uh eight five from nine to two wait eight five that's in the past oh sorry okay so it's happening well the block island arts and crafts guild is happening and uh i think it's on a saturday right so it would yeah, be i'm gonna look it up i'll All have right, it look for it you up. in a minute but... um and then also blues on the block is happening at town beach on august 25th at five thirty. So the Arts and Crafts Guild is on September 5th. Sorry. Okay. Right. I wrote in our notes August 5th. So that's gotcha. September 5th. Right. So nine, that's a five. couple weeks away. Yeah. You've got a couple, couple weeks, weeks to away. plan for that. Plan for that. All right. Uh, don't forget that the Farmer's Market is happening every Wednesday and Saturday at uh, Legion Park from 9 to 1130. Uh, you know, they got lots of great stuff there. Uh, I'm going to pop back real quick. The author for the Historical Society book is 
uh, Bill Wiley Kellerman okay. and Jim Reale. So, oh, Jim Reale. Yeah. So those, right. those guys are going to be there doing the book signing and, and the book discussions. So. Man, lots of stuff to do on Block Island this week. There up. is, uh, speaking with our sponsor, uh, Bimmy held a silent auction that we talked about. I went to the silent auction, and it was great. I won a photo by Lisa Sprague. Really? Yeah, it was cool. great. I had a little bidding war. My wife was doing the writing, and you know this other guy kept. But when you do the bid, they, you have to put your phone number next to it so they can call you if you win. Right. So I basically called the guy and said, this is Officer Johnson, NSPD. We got a little problem. If you could just uh, come up to the station. No, I didn't. But I thought, what a great <laughs> That's way to hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, I can get this guy out of here. <laughs> Your house is on fire. Yeah. You have to come home. I couldn't go with that because I thought he might own a boat. I couldn't tell if he was from a boat or from a house. Or, so I, I was going to go vague. Oh, right, because he could have been I ended boat, up not right? doing it. He came back in, and I'm sorry we beat you. He was like, oh, we didn't get it. You know, but she, well, she sells those. That's you know? cool. So you can contact Lisa, and you can get one. But uh, Anna Martin won. There was easy top tickets there. The bass player just died, though, a little while ago. I know they're calling it. It's called now the ZZ Top Band. Okay, so I think that's you know what yeah. they're, they're carrying on the tradition with partial best well, they can cool. keep it together. And she told me I should. Uh, Hannah told me to keep the date free. Oh, I'm not sure if that's to go with her to the concert or to babysit. So I'm a little <laughs> nervous. Um, well, you, you've been looking for more babysitting gigs, haven't you? Not so much. Okay, no, me but, either. But I've been to concerts with Hannah before. Oh yeah, where'd you go see? We went and saw, I think, Huey uh, Lewis played, then Lenny Kravitz, and then the big concert was Guns N' Roses. So there was all one night You're kidding at Gillette me. Stadium, and, and it was a good Guns N' Roses concert. Wait, like, Lenny Kravitz, Huey Lewis, and Guns N' Roses? That's the know. weirdest lineup I've ever I heard know. of. It's, it was <laughs> strange. Maybe I, I might be mixing them up. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know but I, it was definitely Lenny Kravitz, and it was definitely okay. Guns N' Roses. And it was, a, like I said, it was the good. So I don't know if you know this about Guns N' Roses, but they're one of those bands that you can show up, and there could be yeah. two fill-in guys and barely holding it together. Right. Or it can be the, the whole posse, right. and they, they nailed it. it that's cool. They and one, you know what's interesting? That uh, one of the filling guitar player one of those rotating guitar players that was in and out of guns and roses at one point he he was a dude he played at the music festival really the block island music festival like in 2002 wow yeah his they, his name was bumblefoot well that was his nickname that's what he went by well that's interesting yeah, yeah he was in the band for a while anyway well a little hey, side note they want to say thanks to all the donors and a big thanks to laura gelsomini she put the whole thing together and combined with her lemonade stand she did a shark attack lemonade stand i saw that that was cool yeah yeah and um they raised almost ten thousand dollars between That's the great. silent auction and the uh, so thanks to everybody who donated. There was lots of all the restaurants gave stuff and you know yeah it was a really good event cool. and uh, thank you Bimmy for sponsoring our yeah. mini pod and congrats for winning that uh, pick. That's that's yeah, huge. I'm very excited. Great. I have another one that it's going to go very well with. Nice. They're both sunsetty yellow. Ooh. So uh, I I'm not sure if the other one is Lisa's or not actually, but hmm. you know eh. you know it's nice about art. You know yeah. you hang art you hang some art on the wall. Makes your walls look pretty. Yeah, that's wicked good. No, it ain't. You, you know, know what I mean? No, it ain't. Yeah, yeah, it's art. I like art. You know what the thing? I like art, too. You know the thing about art is you look at art, it's like it could be one thing, it could be something else you don't know. It's like it's art. You it's know? it. 
Yeah. You know, like the thing you're looking at doesn't always have to be the thing you think it is. It's in the embracing eye of the beholder Ooh. kind of thing. Yeah, is that something like sort that. Sort of like, yeah. could I say that sort of right? I guess. Well, it's, you, well know. you know, that's the cool thing about talking about art. You can just say, say a bunch of bullshit. And yeah, like, man. You know, sound like you know what you're talking yeah, about. I can feel that painting. Yes, man. I can. The expression, it, the brush strokes really when I look speak at to it, me. There's a whimsical nature. Yeah. I don't know why, but I smell a cross of wheat and grape jelly yes. when I look at that painting. Yes, it's notes of uh, cigar box and pencil shavings. Well, listen, we're artists in our own way, and artists are hardworking people. I mean, yeah, really, we're artists. It's bullshit so artists. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But we're good at it. I guess we're getting better. All right. I, I mean, um, look, we've we've tricked all these people into listening to the this yeah. entire mini pod, which is now wrapped up pretty much, I think. They, uh, and thank you to all you people listening. Yeah. I'm still overwhelmed and whatever you're doing is working because so many people are telling people and it's really, yeah, it's really blown up and we so much appreciate it. Appreciate the emails. Keep them coming to guys on BI at gmail.com yeah. uh, and, you know, yeah, subscribe to it and whatever. Uh, and also, you know, another thing I like throwing here is if you see us on the street, if you see either Richard walking around come up and say hi yeah we, we love, love it. it yeah we'll, we'll definitely get a selfie and we'll put you up on our insta yeah yeah or facebook or facebook or whatever yeah yeah all right cool. all right well hey i think that wraps up for me for this mini i'm good all right all right Sounds we'll see great. you next week rich yeah i'm looking forward to uh this week's uh guest yes it's gonna be fun lisa star part two tune in wednesday all right bye bye